Hey, thanks so much for downloading the episode on the show today. The Queen of the Uggs came to visit me. Yes, our mom came to visit. And then we talk about John Mayer. This plus our ugly and awkward moments of the week, sponsored by LivingClip.com. Thank you so much. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. I want to wear my old underwear and be in my pajamas now. Go away. Paula. Who wants to screw someone not that bad? Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. It is episode 319 It's the best I've got. You're probably never going to win a Grammy, so it doesn't really matter. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> you could just be like, uh. We're sisters who podga- podcast. We're not singers. <laughs> Podgasp. We podgasp. That's what we do. Mm. I told Welcome you, to day two of my period is the worst. <laughs> do you know, sometimes when I laugh, I hear our grandmother on our dad's side. Because she used to laugh. She laughs like Betty Rebel. Well, she did. She's dead now. But Grandma Juanita. Yes. Grandma Juanita. When she would laugh, she laughed like Betty Rebel. And so I hear that when I laugh and I'm like, that is so strange that something like that is genetic. Weird. Because our mom laughs differently. She'll have a, she has a boisterous laugh, but then sometimes she's like, ah, 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 ah. yeah, she laughs like that. Mom's more of like a cackle. <laughs> Yes, but she, but but Grandma Juanita, she had a very delicate voice. Yeah, it was very quiet. It was quiet, and actually, as much as our father was terrible, he did not have a super loud voice either. If you think about it, no, he was one of those like socio sociopath type. <laughs> yeah, very quiet. But I laugh like her, and I'm like, that is strange thing. Victor told me that once. He's like, you're not a yeller, he says, but you are just the most vicious <laughs> individuals I've ever met. We are vicious. And we it's true. Vicious. I don't yell. I, I don't like yelling. There are certain people that push me to levels of, uh, higher levels of talking. I am not normally a yeller. I am, well, when I was younger, I was violent. But oh. that, that went away. Well, I never hit anyone I loved. That's not what I mean. I just, in general... <laughs> I just hit people that didn't matter. My first go-to when someone would, you know, confront me... Yeah. ...was violence. Oh, okay. Well, number one, it was because when we were growing up, both of our parents, who come from very, very rough sides of the neighborhoods in which they grew up, where fighting was a way of life, mm-hmm. they said... Always be the first person to punch and let it be the only punch that's thrown. Mm -hmm. And I was raised with that mentality forever Mm -hmm. until I grew up and realized that violence isn't necessarily the first thing we do in life. And nor is it uh, acceptable in society. (laughs) Like, you can actually go to jail for that stuff. Shockingly, zero to 60 is not necessarily a day-to-day occurrence with normal, normal society people it's it's actually a very unusual thing to have happen on a day-to-day basis and so a lesson i learned in target yes (laughs) you were not in your right mind paula no i wasn't i know but with that training however i will say that not even men scare me if they're gonna be when they have a weird thing about them i confront them immediately and Mm -hmm. it's dangerous to do that by the way don't do that ladies 
Men are strong. Anyway, my point is, um, I laugh like our grandmother. <laughs> I laugh like her. I have that Betty Rubble laugh. It's so funny. And I and sometimes I'm like, I need to change that. I don't want to sound like that. How can you change your laugh? You can't. You it's like can't. trying to change your sneeze. Actually, you can change your sneeze. Yes. Uh, word of advice, producer Deb, you can change the way you sneeze. <laughs> Does... <laughs> I take it that's a source of contention. When isn't it? Or when, or his coughing fits. He's been doing the coughing fit thing lately, and I turn to him finally, and because I get really mad at him, and it's not fair because he's just a human being. But you know, right. we're like you said, we're so vicious, and we have no tolerance for anything. And I turn to him, I'm like, "What's wrong with you?" He's like, "What? I'm coughing. Excuse me for coughing." And I said, "Are you not taking your allergy medicine?" He goes. Well, I can't seem to locate it. And I'm like, locate it! God! Oh, my goodness. Like, I can't with this! And so then I hate it because I'm a very controlled person. And so when I sneeze, I'm I'm mad at myself for sneezing. (laughs) I get mad. I'm like, why are you doing this? See, whenever I'm in a group and I start to sneeze, everyone, (laughs) like, you know, braces themselves. Because they expect with this giant schnoz, something huge is going to come out. (laughs) But I have this yes. date. I have this dainty little <laughs> sneeze. I really do. Yeah, we do. I do too. And so when I do sneeze, he's like, "Oh, bless you, Micah." Like, eh. I never say thank you. I'm just like, "Uh." And then if I do it twice, I'm like, "I swear to God, just like it's Tourette's." I'm like, "God damn it! <laughs> How dare I be flawed?" Makes me mad. Anyway, speaking of flawed. Oh, it was about couple, time. Well, couple. you you knew it was coming. I did. I was hoping I'd get a text, but it had been too long. Almost, It had been two months since I'd even spoken to her. Whenever there's been any kind of, and I only use it as the, the term because it's easier to explain. Whenever there's been any kind of family drama, I tend to cut her off. And the oh. reason for the reason for that is that I can't, I don't have the, the mental capacity (laughs) to include our mother's opinion or her presence in a situation that requires all of my attention because we are different. And I know that, and I told you this off the, off the air before, I know that she is, she needs to know she's entitled to know it's, Mm -hmm. it's her family too, but it's, you know, no one's dying. No one is hurt. It's just, it's a situation that I need to handle. Mm-hmm. And and then when I feel like I've got a grip on it, then I start thinking about her going, okay, I think I can probably talk to her about this now that certain things are resolved. And so we're kind of at that level now. And so, of course, she shows up. She's like, well, I just thought I was, I was just out in the neighborhood. So she went to uh, my daughter's work, to her cafe, to see how she was. Oh, bought some bought some desserts and some pastry. And then she's like, well, I just figured I would come by and drop off the books that you lent me, uh, you know, since I had borrowed them over the summer and I was done with them. And I'm like, oh, OK. So she of course, she shows up on a day where I feel like I'm fighting a cold. Uh-huh. And so she shows up and I'm I was in our, my room just chilling. And Daryl was on the phone and, you know, we have the security cameras. And so we can just decide whether or not we want to say hello and Daryl's like, I saw it was your mom. And I'm like, well, we can't ignore that. We have to get her. And I'm like, yes. Yes, you do. Okay. We're not those people. 
So she came in. I came down. She goes, oh, honey, are you all right? <laughs> and I'm like, I have no makeup on and I'm struggling a little bit with a cold. So I look like hell is what you're saying. Right. Anyway, she's fine. I gave her the update on all the family business and mm-hmm. to kind of keep it light. I asked her how she was feeling. Oh, <laughs> so God. When you do that with someone who's over the age of 65, you tend to get the health update. She had a colonoscopy oh, and they, okay. they found quite the polyp. Oh. It, it was precancerous, uh, but oh. they got it all. And if, when she comes out, the doctor said, well, you had a significant polyp, but it was not the normal polyp, of course, shockingly. There's these polyps that are flat that grow along the wall of your colon. And oh. they're, re- they're really hard to see. And so they're overlooked a lot. I said, yeah, you know, it's funny because, you know, we're going to get to that age where we're going to have to start scheduling these appointments. And she said, Jamie, you should do it now. <laughs> like why and she's like they say 40 and i said no i am not doing it i'm not that's a mammogram not for colon no they keep changing it they i was reading about it and they're they have adjusted the age of when someone should get a colonoscopy like five times and i said no i'm not i'm not it when i hit the big 5-0 i'll stress about it then i'm not doing it beforehand unless something weird happens Mm -hmm. i'm not doing it well i already had one but that's because you've got things I know. I had things going on, but it wasn't bad. I know. It's not that I'm afraid. It's just one less thing that I don't want to think about until it's time. But our mother will nag me about it now. She goes, Jamie, the flat, the flat polyps. I've never even heard of a flat polyp. <laughs> me either. It sounds like a band. Or it sounds like tree bark. I don't know. Guess what's coming to San Francisco next week? What? The flat polyps. Flat They're rare. Polyps. They Billy hardly ever Graham show. Presents at the Arco Arena. Flat polyps. <sighs> yeah. No. <laughs> Opening for Journey with the guy from Malaysia. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, I had to get the update on our stepdad and his mother and all that stuff. And that was, a, that. of course, is a whole thing. Nothing's changed with that. Nothing has changed. She goes, this has been my life, Jamie. I'm like, well, so nothing's changed. She goes, no, nothing's changed. <laughs> she's sick of it, of, as usual. It's the life she's chosen. Luckily, my daughter showed up. And so the heat was off of me. Uh-oh. And it was all directed at her and her life. And I'm like, oh, thank God. And, and then I'm just sitting there. And every once in a while, our mom would say something kind of old school. And I would turn to look at Kenzie and roll my eyes. <laughs> I felt like I was sitting with my sister and that we were being lectured. <laughs> That's so mean. <laughs> I know. And Kenzie's giving me the side eye like, what are you doing? Don't do that. This is our grandmother. Like, I'm going to laugh. Yeah. So it was it was completely not on purpose. I literally reverted to like a 16 year old again. I'm like, ugh, this, this whole thing. Well, it's because your mom was there. Mom didn't see it or if she did. She ignored me. So and, and of course, Daryl was nowhere to be found. <laughs> he walks in and he sees a bunch of us sitting in the couch talking. He's like, well, what is this? Yeah. I have a call. <laughs> I got more people to call. I've got a lot of calls to make. Gross. Okay, really quick, you wanted to discuss this. I did a little research because you wanted to talk about John Meyer, Mayor. Mayor. Well, there was an article written about him recently. Yes, he had done an interview on Instagram 
about about his conquests. Well, so there was a few things that I mean, obviously we know that for whatever reason, I can't it's inexplicable to me. Okay, Paula. He, <laughs> first of all, if you didn't see his face, if you only heard his voice, he has a good voice. He is a musician. He has pretty good hair. I don't find him completely repulsive. He has to have an amazing penis. I mean, that has to be it. There's got to be something because... The reputation began and then it was like a no-end line of ladies. And not... Jamie, I'm looking at his face right now and I just... (laughs) I can't do it. And so... But I mean, he's dated the likes of Jessica Simpson, Katy Perry. I mean, who else? Jennifer Love Hewitt. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Didn't he go on a date with Jennifer Aniston? I mean, probably Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, all the big hitters. And, you know, I don't get it. He's not that bad. He is not tragic looking. Well, let me put it this way. He photographs well. Yeah. You know what? When he's got good hair, he's not looking too, too shabby. I don't know. And he's not your type, for sure. Definitely not. (laughs) I'm not really into musicians. I know you're not. I mean, with him, it'd be okay, because he actually made money out of it, but... Yeah, he's talented, and he's young. The rest of them is no. He's just not your... He's just not for you. So... They did an article with him, and they said, you know, he's 41 years old now. Okay. So he's not the 20-something. I'm surprised you don't like him. He's not He's not really that bad. Uh-uh. Yeah, who wants to screw someone not that bad? Most people on this planet are not that bad. No, they're not all Bradley Coopers and Leos, okay? Anyway. So one of the questions was, has a girl ever asked you to play music during sex? Or to, like, sing the song during sex? And he says, no, but a girl has asked me to sing some of my songs in the run up to it. So like, can you imagine him singing like, you know, your body is a wonderland, like during the foreplay? um, Yes. It's like a guy talking to you in Italian or French in your ear. Those are totally different things. Some women wouldn't agree with you. I, I, uh, well, I have a thing for musicians. So, you know, I, I get it. I would never though in a million years ask a man who's a musician to sing to me before for during foreplay i would not do it I, i'd be like he either does it it's in his arsenal as a seduction tool or it's just not gonna happen so you don't ask for what you want no because that's one of, well i do but not like that if it was a dude who i knew was a musician actually if he started singing to me my body's a wonderland before the clothes came off, I would probably start laughing like, is this what you do? Is this the thing? Is this how you get him to take it off? I would laugh. I I would not be able to take it seriously. No. Really quick, though, I mean, maybe you're going to get to it, but there's an unsubstantiated claim that he lost his virginity when he was 24, which I don't know if I believe, but because I think he was already famous by then. Because he, he, he was discovered when he was very, very young. Mm-hmm. It says that he has sub, he thinks he's had sub 500 sexual partners. Right. So what she says is, she said to him, blink twice if he'd slept with more than 800 people. Blink once if you slept with over 500 people. Both times he stared into the camera, not blinking. 
And so basically they concluded together that he has probably slept with about 500 people. So I read that somebody did the math Mm -hmm. and this is how they figured out the math. And I don't know if it's in this article, but it says if he lost his virginity at 24 and ignoring any periods of supposed monogamy, it comes out to 25 partners a year and at most a new partner every 14 and a half days. 14 and a half days. So two weeks, two weeks with a, with a, with a grieving period of a day and a half. And then he meets someone new. Wow. That's about right. That's about right. When you think, okay, taking your opinion aside, most young ladies would find him attractive and would absolutely sleep with him. And so when you think about it like that, two week jaunts, that's a long time for a guy like that. I mean, he only dated Jessica Simpson and Taylor Swift. I think I think uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt was the longest he was with somebody. Oh, I thought it was Katy Perry. Oh, God. I forgot about that one. Ugh. How does she get into everybody's pants? I don't know. And, you know, I saw, I saw <laughs> that terrible movie, Arthur, the remake with um Russell Brand with Russell Brand okay so Russell Brand doesn't look very very clean most of the time mm-hmm. but in this movie man is he good looking really and he's really tall and he's mm-hmm. got a really good body and good hair by the way when it's brushed he's actually quite attractive I think their problem was is um just the the time and distance factor I just don't like her her, no, her I don't. bald head now. She's oh, is just she, is she bald now. She's shaved and blonde and she wears like she looks like she fell into two ink wells on her eyes. Do you know she's still dating Orlando Bloom? You know, and when he met her she looked adorable and now she looks like that. She looks like she looks like somebody's leftover Barbie doll that went through the mill with some child. You know, when know. when they cut all the hair off their Barbie and use ink pen on their eyes. What does that say about his standards? That's what she looks like. Yeah. And he was he was dating some gorgeous woman before. He has kids with some someone else. I don't remember. I mean, he was adorable in those Pirates of Caribbean movies. Orlando Bloom is good looking. I think mm-hmm. he's a little short for me. But yeah, he's good looking. I would agree with that. Although, what do we know? We can't tell. Everybody's short in Hollywood. They're, well, they're all starving, Paula. They're malnourished. We've had this discussion. <laughs> anyway, so yes, John Meyer, uh, congratulations on getting laid for uh, forever, apparently. Is your um, number even remotely close to something like that? Uh, Paula, no. I am so picky. I am so... I'm sure I could have had much sex, but I... I consider my body a temple, mm-hmm. and therefore those who are given access to the inner rooms of my temple are very small. I am the same way. Now, it doesn't mean that the ones I've allowed in were the best choices. I'm not saying that either. <laughs> but I'm not saying that my taste was good. But at the time, I was selective. I was. And and listen, I, just like probably any woman could have her buffet of men, but it doesn't mean that I wanted to eat at the buffet. It was all you can eat, but I chose to have the me- the menu instead. <laughs> I God. just, you know, you want to have a good time in your 20s? I mean, by all means. Go for go it. crazy, yeah. And honestly, how long do relationships last in your 20s? <laughs> well. A, a month? Depending, yeah. Especially when you're single and out there and having a good time. I mean, a month would be a long time. That's pretty much how long mine were. 
And then, it, then it's like, you know what? This is getting real. I want to wear my old underwear and be in my and be in my pajamas now. Go away. That's what boys were for me. It was like trying on clothes. I'm like, yeah. mm, these are fun. <laughs> I don't want to wear them anymore. Bye. I'm going shopping. Yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> going shopping. Uh, well, we don't have time. Okay, so yeah, no, we don't. Uh, we will talk briefly. Uh, you and I both watch Modern Family. And we had had a discussion, uh, God, a couple months ago or a couple, at least a month ago about who they were going to kill off. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Oh, please. (laughs) No. Uh, So they killed off Dee Dee, uh, Jay's ex-wife and Claire and Cam's or Mitchell's mother. Yeah. And it was really funny. Yeah. I mean. I loved it. I was super surprised because I was expe- well they said a main character and so I will contend that she is not a main character. They said uh, they they reworded it later and said a subs- they said a character of substance or something. They they kind of reworded it because everybody thought it was going to be Jay. And I was okay. uh, I thought it was going to be Stella the dog. Right. Uh, because the real Stella has died already and they've already replaced the dog. And I'm right. like, what, how much longer are they going to, you know, not, but whatever. So it was Dee Dee and she died in her sleep on some women's retreat up in Alaska. God. It was hilarious. And before she did so, apparently she befriended some wolves and you know, it was like this whole thing. It was it's, really funny. It was exactly how she would have wanted to die. Absolutely. And I loved that uh, everybody had had their the way they responded, and then it you know then you get the feel good at the end with with Jay, which is how it should have been, mm-hmm. where he was able to find something good about their marriage, and that was really sweet. I thought that, so, and I thought it was really sweet that Claire. She's like the last time I talked to mom, we had a <gasps> fight about our profile picture. Oh my then, god, Paula! I started crying when she played that voicemail. Oh. Yes, I know it was so sweet. And of course, you know, because we're all self-centered, we start thinking about our own mothers. I know. <laughs> Have, but no motivation to to pick up the phone yet, huh? It's just like, oh god, that's so sad. Oh, the show's over. What's on next? Next, do we oh, have any new Goldwife? Do we have any new Goldbergs? <laughs> hey, it's Freddy. Freddy Krueger's on the Goldbergs next. Okay, next. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. No, I thought it was really good. I really did. I, I, I'm. I personally am a fan of Shelley Long. I know a lot of people aren't, but I think she's hilarious. She's I think she's a great actress. Forever. Yeah, I love her. I loved her in everything she's done. So, all right. Well, let's go ahead and go to our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Okay, so my moment was actually the last time we recorded. Um, You'll recall I was taking a drink of water at the very end. The water went down the wrong tube, Mm. and I started to choke. Yes. And then cough up all the water, and not only cough, but I kind of made that vomiting sound. You did. (laughs) I tried to keep saying, I'm okay, (laughs) you know, (laughs) into the microphone. Yes. But I was not okay because. <laughs> Did you pee your just... pants or anything? No, but I got water everywhere, like oh, all over God. my shirt. And um, oh, no. it was just, I couldn't recover from it. It's like it was going to be the kind <laughs> where you needed a few minutes, but yes. we were wrapping up. And so I, I only needed like 10 seconds of your time. <laughs> 
and yes. you had to listen to this exorcism well, on I my did end. Ask you, I'm like, are you vomiting? You're <laughs> I like, couldn't tell. I remember you were just sitting there quietly, like, are you okay? Do <laughs> I need? Do we need to call someone? <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. You're all. I- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was that was a good one. Uh, the other day, I, I I swear I didn't think I had an ugly and awkward moment, but I do. Uh, of course, I basically we're clumsy people. Yes. Whether it's drinking water down the wrong pipe, which we called going down the wrong throat. <laughs> We've always said that our mom has always said that. So now that's what I say. Or, uh, you know, spilling or whatever. I don't know what's wrong with our, our limbs that we can't. Maybe that's why I don't like limbs. But I was making spaghetti sauce because oh. I make my I make my own. Mm-hmm. First of all, I've learned I never wear white shirts when I'm making dinner because I will absolutely spill something on it. So I have one of those handheld blenders that you that you can blend things in. Yeah, a hand, a hand mixer. Mm-hmm. I have a hand. Well, not a hand mixer. It's a blender where instead of putting things in a blender to to blend you can actually put it in the pot and it will blend in the pot oh you hold it it's very sharp and it's just like what it's a blade with a little guard and you put it in there it's like all the chefs use them you'll see them stirring with the blender making soups and purees so i was making spaghetti sauce well i don't eat spaghetti but it was red sauce and um i was blending all of the ingredients to make it sauce Mm mm-hmm for whatever stupid reason, because I never do anything safely when it comes because I forget sometimes. And by the way, cooking will humble you immediately. There's no way around doing it the right way in the kitchen. Right. So I'm holding the blender and I thought, oh, you know what I'll do? Um, I need a I need a pot holder because I have a gas stove. The, the, the handles of the pot get hot. Mm-hmm. And I've more than once burned my hand forgetting. So I'm like, oh, I need a, I need a pot holder bef- before I can finish so I can kind of tilt the, the pot to get all of it blended. So I stand the hand blender up in the middle of the pot so that I can go get a pot holder. So instead of just taking the blender out of the pot and setting it on the counter, which is a centimeter away, I stand it up and the plug, it's tight. So I set it up and it immediately flips and flings a cup of red sauce. Oh my gosh. All over the counter, all over the stove, which is on. So of course the flames, you know, all over me and Daryl is sitting watching baseball. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) he's like, did you hurt yourself? That's the first thing that always comes out of, did you hurt yourself? Did you hurt yourself? I've cut myself so many times to the point of I need I need stitches. So yeah. he immediately thinks I've cut off a finger. And I'm like, no, no. And, he, and I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. And I mean, I just made a humongous mess. And the thing is, is my brain does not think like a normal human. And so I, I, I try short. I try to do shortcuts constantly. And it just and this is where we lead is now it's a mess. And I'm still finding red sauce oh, where I miss no. cleaning. That's crazy, terrible. But I didn't. Bl- I did not uh, burn myself or anything like that. But it Thank was God. Nothing is ever normal in this house. That must have been a fun mess to clean up later. <sighs> yeah, it was. I hate that. I, I hate making too. messes. I do too, and it happens all the time. Well, I've- lucky for you, you're basically the only one that cooks. I mean, Daryl probably yeah. does cook, but. 
you know, I, I don't mind when he cooks. First of all, he's not very good. And so when he does, it's usually like I'm sick or I'm doing something or I'm not there. And it's always the same thing. It's it's pasta. And I one time he even brought pre-made spaghetti sauce into the house. I'm like, what 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 is this? Why is this in here? He's like, we just don't have time to do gourmet tonight. We just needed to eat. And I'm like, all right, fine. I'm not eating it, but you go right ahead. That's funny. You know, when Victor cooks, it looks like, you know, a tornado hit Oklahoma oh, in yeah. our kitchen. Well, they use every pot, every pan, every every utensil. Everything's every, covered in oil for some e- reason. <laughs> always fried. Uh, the butter gets left out all night. Every cabinet door is open. There's the always meat falling right by the burner. And I'm yes. just... Uh, yes. So it cooks... Dry it on something that takes, you know, dynamite to blow off. Yeah. And then the dishes are just piled up and it's just like, up to the rafters. Whoever made dinner has to do the dishes or doesn't have to do the dishes. Yeah, right. And then what's funny is when that happens it doesn't happen in our house but i but i i heard something the other day someone was bragging about how they did dishes once and they wanted some kind of fucking metal and i'm like you know what no you can eat off paper plates dude i mean really really there are there are times where i will buy paper plates because i'm just so sick of doing the dishes <laughs> well you and i were talking how you said you don't really drink soda in your house i do, i i can't even remember the last time i bought soda for me to drink mm-hmm. i have ginger ale when i want a crown and ginger i'll have that but i haven't mm-hmm. had one of those in a year at least it's very rare but i do have it but i just don't drink it regularly mm-hmm. and um you were talking about how you don't either. What was I going to say? Oh, about water and how you get sick of drinking water. I do too. I go through these phases where I'm like, if I have to drink another glass of water, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> I don't I don't know what else to have because everything has sugar in it. Everything has sugar. It's It drives me nuts. Yeah, well, that's why I say I'll, I'll splurge every now and then and just get it out of my system. I don't. I can't. I just don't. It's now that I know how much sugar is in a can of soda, I just cannot bring myself to do it. I cannot do it. it and I wish it showed more physically, you know, like I have to go to the doctor next week for my annual. Oh, that's and I'm, right. I'm going to get the stupid, you know, the same stupid, you know, discussion. What are you eating? What are you exercising? Well, how much are you? It's going to be the same discussion. And I know he probably does it with everyone. I've never met a doctor who has ever said, you know what? You look good. Perfect. <laughs> Keep on doing what you're doing. You know, th- 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 that doesn't exist, at least not in my world. Yeah, that's true. So I get anxiety and I'm like, God, I don't want to go through. I just, ugh. I just want to get through the appointment so quickly. I just cannot, I cannot wait to get it over with. I sit at those little higgy stations at like the pharmacy, Mm. like where it takes your blood pressure and your weight. Yeah. And then when I get to my weight, like the final screen based on all the numbers and it shows your like body mass index or something like that. Oh, yeah. Like I'm in between normal and obese. And I'm like, there's no way I am obese. <laughs> Why do they do that? I hate that word. They, they, I feel like they're I feel like they're overusing that word. You yeah. know, obese used to be like 400 pounds. Now it's like. 
if you're 20 pounds overweight, you're obese. It's like, no. <laughs> what did Richard Jenny say? Where <laughs> he's Richard just Jenny. like, you're what do- you're what uh, doctors call morbidly obese. <laughs> but if you work out and try real hard, you could be obese. <laughs> <laughs> when doctors are talking to you, do they use the word morbid often? <laughs> it's like. Oh morbidly so cruel they have to come up with new language why can't we just be chucky or or or, you know chubby or chunky i don't like chubby actually no i don't like that word makes me think of those little cheese things it reminds me of a guy gross guys call hard-ons chubbies or chub i don't like it i hate that word chubby just why can't there be something i don't know meaty (laughs) uh yeah i don't know I can't think of a good word that I would well, ever want anyone to call have me. Come up with curvy, and I'm just like, yeah, that's... <sighs> no, voluptuous. Let's be honest. Oh, really? Is that what that is? <laughs> voluptuous, curvy, uh, full. I don't know. Victor, so is just so that thing hanging over your pants. <laughs> <laughs> what curve is that? <laughs> wow, <laughs> that is harsh. Well, I mean, if they're going to call it curves. It's a curve. (laughs) That's a new one. That's a new body part. Yeah, I, uh, you know what? I, uh, I do have to say, I, um, I would love, I will always, always be on the quest for being healthy. Yeah. Um, So, but since I hit puberty, I've never, ever been anything less than curvy i am not fat i don't i would not look at myself and think i'm fat the problem is that men specifically they look at a woman and they compare her to you know jennifer lawrence or you know i don't know i mean they think demi lovato is fat they think you know jessica simpson's fat and I'm thinking, I've met Jessica Simpson. She is an inch of a human. She's yeah. so tiny. And you think she's fat, you know? And Demi Lovato, I've seen Demi Lovato live. She has an ass and boobs, and she is not fat. Mm-hmm. But they think she's fat. And I'm thinking, wow, the, I have no chance. I would have no chance. Yeah, you know? really? I mean, if they are fat, I mean, they must think I look like freaking, what's the chick from This Is Us? You know? Yeah. Chrissy Metz. They're like, you're the Chrissy Metz of Fair Oaks. I think that's what they must think everybody is. Like, you know, that's yeah. the category. They just they just slush us all over into that category. You're if just we fatties. don't look like Sarah Highland from Modern Family. Yeah, and by the way, Sarah Highland has a kidney disease. <laughs> I know. She's got an autoimmune disease. Most She's of those Ill. skinny people do. That's that's the thing. It's like you go. You, I mean, you know, you go to a. I mean, it's been a long time, but it's like we're going to go to some clubs in about a week, and it's like they're going to go. Oh, I'm like, no, you're right. I'm not vying for an Oscar anytime soon. So yes, I have an ass and boobs, and I do not have an 18 inch waist because I'm, right. you know, I did not surgically enhance anything to look like a, you know, Jessica Rabbit in real life. Sorry, I don't look like a clothes rack. Yeah, or that, or the other thing, yeah. And it's like, oh, I hate it when women, I hate it when women, you know, give me crap because I'm so skinny. Well, I can't help it. I'm like, actually, you can, bitch. Eat a sandwich. Jesus. Seriously. I mean, they think Kate Upton is fat. Kate Upton is one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my life. 
And, and she's she is, pregnant right now. She is pregnant. She is. And I just, that kind of shit bugs me because, you know, when, when you hear, and this bugs me too, but when you hear those things like, you know, women have this unnecessarily, you know, the standard, they think that all women look like the women on Cosmo. I'm like, no, women know that we don't look like that. Okay. We all know it's not us. It's dudes. Mm-hmm. It is dudes and it is agents in LA who think that you have to look like that. And you don't. Or you want, want you to look like you that. want to know you want to know why those women in, 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 in Hollywood or in, in the in the acting community, the celebs, why they have extensions? Because they have no fucking hair. Because they're malnourished. <laughs> they have fake teeth because they've all fallen out. I mean, that is why they look like that. Sure. Everything's fake because they can't produce natural things. Everything's an injection because there's no fat on their It's gone. Face because or they their butts or They eat boobs. two peas a day. They eat the wedge of cheese before they pass out diet. God, it's I'm not saying we all have to look like, you know, <laughs> Amy Schumer, <laughs> who by God. the way is very small. We saw her live. Yeah, we did. But she's, she's always a been, a, she's probably a solid size 12. Um, You know what? I think she did. She said uh, when she did her movie, her first movie, Trainwreck, mm-hmm. um, she had to have a special, she had like a whole, like a whole team. They assembled a team for her. They're like, you have to lose weight for this film because you're going to be on film and you're going to be 20 feet tall. You're going to look heavy if you don't do this and she's like all right fine so she did she i think she does walk around a 10 um Mm -hmm. maybe a 12 on you know when she's not working but she went she got down to i think she said she got down to a six and she was like wow she goes this is really hard and i hate my life she goes i was hungry all the time i was exhausted i look like shit but my body was small and so that's all that mattered and she's like the second it was over i mean i ballooned back up to my normal walking around size but if you're making films constantly and you have to be a size two, oh my God, I can't, I can't imagine. It's crazy. Although, you know, God forbid, we all just be our normal size and we just are what we are. But they will tell you that when you're in movies, you will look huge. Oh, by the way, we got a letter from a listener this week. Yeah. And of course, it says she's been listening since the beginning. She loves us. She, she talks about our show a lot. She talks to her husband about it all the time. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, no, they talk about MMA. And then he perks up. He's like, really? Because <laughs> he likes MMA. And so uh, she she was just giving us, you know, the heads up that she listens. And, of course, I looked up her profile and she's beautiful. Aww. I don't understand the mystery or the science behind it, but I love it. I love it. I, I swear to God, one day when we're famous and we have our live shows... We're going to have to have security because these all these beautiful women are going to show up. It's going to yeah, be awesome. Really? I'm serious. We'll have to do like calling all guys, you know, beautiful women. No, we can't <laughs> do that. Show. We're not going to do that. We're going to we're going to hire big guys to guard the front door. <laughs> be like, you can't come in here. No boys a lot. Well, no, because, well, I mean, we do have male listeners. I shouldn't say that. Sure. According to producer Dub, it's sixty forty. So we oh, do is actually it? have yes, we actually have quite a few. Well, I mean, it's not fifty fifty, but we do have ma- male listeners. So we're not excluding you. You can come, but you have to be nice, which yes. I know you are because you listen to our show. 
behave yourselves. I know you will because we don't have any of those horrible people that listen and don't know how to behave in front of a lady. Try and, you know, (laughs) walk behind them like, oh, there's no room. And like, you know, scrape your penis on their butt. I had a, oh my God, it'd be over for him. I had a fantasy that we were doing a live show and some asshole. I literally, I will, I will take this, this thought process out all the way sometimes where some asshole says something rude amongst our listeners and how quickly that would be kiboshed. Like it would be so over. I was fighting with Victor this morning and he was already at work. Mm. We were in the kitchen and I was just laying into him. (laughs) (laughs) About whatever. Something about last night that we were arguing about. Oh, and I carried over to the morning. I was regurgitating and I'm like, man, (sighs) if only I could have said this last night. You know, it's rare, but when Daryl and I do fight, it, it extends for days because I just, well, because I know I can be really mean, I actually really have to not say things because even though because see here's my problem i mean it and i will apologize for saying the truth (laughs) and so i can't you know when people say oh well i don't like to say things in anger and i'm like oh i'm just saying the truth and i'm angry you know so i can't go back and say yeah i'm really sorry i told you the truth yeah i'm not lying i'm just i apologize that hurt your feelings I apologize that the truth hurt your feelings, but I mean, that's how I am. I can't, I do, there have been times where I have a, it's usually the tone that I'm apologizing for, not the words that come out of my face. So that's my thing. <laughs> I have to keep the viper in the cage. I really do. I'm, I'm probably not as, as harsh as you, um, but I definitely have seen when I've hurt his feelings. And he tries to like stand up to me. I'm like, don't even do it, small man. Like you can't, you can't combat this right now. It's not going to happen. You know, he'll try to challenge me with an attitude. I'm like, no, that's no. mean. What that he does that or that I do it? That you say no. <laughs> well, we, I don't like physically... it's not. You guys aren't on yeah. common ground. Well, <laughs> I don't say it like that. It's it's posturing and neither one of us backing down and it it doesn't happen it's very rare that that hasn't happened in a very long time but when it does i'm like oh is this a game to you you're gonna lose <laughs> you true. will lose someone's going to be crawling back and it ain't gonna be me and it's just it's ugly so yeah i try not to, we I, we really don't get to that level anymore we used to but we don't anymore thank goodness because it's a yeah. bad place to be. Well, no good comes from it. So. No. Because then you go, remember that time that I... Because <laughs> you, re- it's memorable. But then do you ever bring it up and then get mad all over again and then start fighting? No, but there are there have been things that he has done that have made me incredibly furious. And I have trust issues. And so if As I think... I. So if I think that even a flicker of a finger makes me think that I can't trust something, I replay it all in my brain and I have to decide if I want to fight the battle. It happens, that happens a lot. But I control myself because I try to step back and look at the bigger picture and say, you know, is this something I want to really want to create a thing over when I don't really know for sure? But there have been times where I'll look at him and I'll go, 
I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> but whatever it is, fix that shit. Because tomorrow, I want you to be normal again. And he'll look at me like I'm, he does not look at me like I'm crazy. He looks at me like, how did she know? <laughs> like, I do. I've done it. I'm like, get your mind right. <laughs> it happens. That's it does. funny. And he knows it too. And he, he panics. He's like, I'm not doing anything. I'm like, get your mind right. And I'll walk away. <laughs> get your mind right. <laughs> and then I'll walk away. Because I know. You just know. Everybody knows. Women have that intuition. They know. Never fails. It's so. true. All right. Well, we better wrap it up. Okay. Well, I think that's an end to our show. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Please visit lipandclip.com, uh, myself included, so I can uh, <laughs> not look like a goblin and put on some makeup. So go to lipandclip.com. Other than that, I hope you have a fabulous week. We will see you on Wednesday. Enjoy your football. Bye. <laughs> that's a wrap. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.